Bill, that was uh, Rita Sharma back on the show. Dr. Rita Sharma, a uh, very bright woman, uh, extremely well-educated and knowledgeable in many areas, uh, both uh, uh, it, within uh, in the area of Hinduism specifically and, and knowledgeable about chakra and other areas. Uh, and yeah, very bright. It was nice to have her back on. Yeah, I always love talking to Rita. She's one of the, you know, one of the rare uh, scholars of religion I know who um, are also practitioners and uh, uh, can uh, speak academic language to her her peers and colleagues right. and and also speak uh, to lay people like us about you know the living. Uh, living religion, living spirituality, as opposed to, you know, the study of it. So I always appreciate her. She's She's got a wealth of knowledge for us. The only thing I, I, I did have a little dispute, and that was, uh, uh, you know, she's, she's Indian. And uh, when I asked her about pretty much, my question had to do with Modi being the head of India now and being very anti uh, uh, Islam, which is my understanding from many sources, and uh, her saying that it was uh, kind of she was offended by being asked that question. And I disagree with her on that, because uh, to give an example, I, I think I mentioned to you afterwards, I know many Jewish people I'm not. And if I ask them about what they think of Netanyahu and his handling of Israel uh, and specifically the handling of Palestinians, I'll get one group of people that'll say, you know, he's great. Other group of people group group of people say he's terrible. Uh, but uh, from amongst my many, many Jewish friends that I've asked about it, I've never had anybody that was offended that I asked. So uh, maybe it's highly sensitive, more sensitive with some people than others. Yeah. Uh, well, I, you haven't just, asked me. Yeah. What do you think? No, I say I'm offended, offended that you're asking. me. No, uh, that's OK. <laughs> no, I, I think you, can, you should be able to ask anything. Uh, but highly, uh, obviously, it's very highly sensitive. Uh, but but it's a legitimate question is. Some, yeah. some stuff going on well, in India I'd, I'd like to know more about, and I would learn more asking any Indian uh, than, than I would from any Westerner. So. Well, but it, gets, it gets complicated, especially uh, because um, there's a lot of similarities between the, uh, the Hindu-American uh, community and the Jewish immigrant experience as well. But it's a different era. And... Um, and Rita, you know, she grew up in Canada. So um, people who are third, second generation American or can Canadian, um, they don't necessarily know a whole lot or, you know, spend a lot of time analyzing what's going on in India. And uh, so it's uncomfortable sometimes to be asked. And that's also true of, you know, American Jews. Not every every American Jew has an opinion about Israel or is well informed about Israel. They're just Americans. And so uh, I could see where it, things could be sensitive, especially during a controversial time. And, and the whole, you know, Indian political life, the whole landscape there is so it's so complicated. There's nothing simple about it. Uh, and I get asked about it even because of my connections to India. And, you know, I write about, you know, India's spiritual heritage 
and all that. And I take tour groups to India. So people ask me about Indian politics and I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I recognize how complicated it is. So I stay away from it personally. And so, uh, you know, I can understand the reaction. On the other hand, I think, you know, it depends on who you would ask. Uh, lots of in Hindu Americans would just, you know, be happy to give you their opinion of things. Right, right. Well, well it, it, um, uh, uh, it begs the question, is religion the opiate of the masses? As, uh, <laughs> uh, or, or, and is it a strong argument uh, uh, for being spiritual but not religious? Uh, because one, what, what, once one dons a particular religious hat or, or robe or whatever, uh, it seems like uh, uh, a conflict uh, always comes along with it. Well, uh, yes, but the same is true. It, but there's something to be said about that. Yes, but uh, the same as, I mean, you know, if the spiritual but not religious community were to get organized and get involved in the political life of the country, you'd have division within them as well. And uh, so the, the, to the degree that a religious group uh, participates in the uh, social and political life and takes positions and makes demands, then it gets even more contentious than just, you know, I believe this and you believe that. And that that's what I mean, if you look at the history of Europe and all the, you know, the blood that was shed between Catholics and Protestants, it was usually over power, not just and not just theology. I want to say religions like Judaism and, and Hinduism that don't uh, aggressively proselytize seeking new members from other groups. Uh, usually have uh, create fewer problems for fewer people yes. than, uh, than than religions like Christianity, which want to, everyone to be part of their team. Right. And if you look at India, you see, you know, centuries of, you know, Hindus and Muslims getting along beautifully and intermarrying and going into business together and all this sort of stuff. And, you know, then other people in those communities, things get heated and, and things get contentious and violent. And that's why we have Pakistan and Bangladesh now, you know, they were carved out of India. And th that history, the history of Indian independence and partition and the, the separation of the Muslim states became, you know, that's still a lived experience. That's only, you know, that, that, that's within the lifetime of you know huge numbers of people, and there were there's deep wounds and scars from that, and things get crazy and things get heated. But the other aspect of Indian politics is, it's not just Hindus and Muslims you know with strong feelings about these things. There's left and right in each of them, and then there's a whole secular world of Indian life who is non-religious or anti-religious, and there can be they can be more anti-Hindu than the Muslims are, and so you know it gets very very complicated. I would rather you know uh, I stay away from it in terms of having uh, uh, opinions and all that. It gets uh, it's it's anyway. We talked to Rita about many things, and yeah. and one of those things so, is this about the institute, uh, yeah, that she is uh, a part of. Yeah, it's a very important development in the in academia, you know, because the minority religions have traditionally, you know, academia lags behind in giving, you know, the study of those minority religions, and finally they get a foothold, and they have the the, the 
like the Muslim, you know, Catholics started universities, Jews started universities as they became more entrenched in America. They started, they funded, you know, uh, departments in major universities for the study of their religions. And now Hindus are doing the same. And uh, so having uh, the Hindu Dharma uh, program at a reputable uh, institute like Graduate Theological Union is a very big deal. And Rita, you know, was the, the, the founding uh, head of it. And uh, it's evolving quite nicely. And now they have a Hindu chaplaincy program. So they'd be training people you know, right. like they're a Jewish. Remember, we, we did interview somebody that was the was a, a chaplain at Harvard. Uh, uh, I think was a follower of Ramakrishna, and also there was a gentleman at USC. Yes, yes, we had Varun Soni on, who is the head of the chaplaincy program at USC, right. and uh, the first Hindu to have such a chair. But there there hasn't been a a, a program to train. Hindu chaplains. Wow. I mean, when we had, uh, you know, a Ramakrishna Swami who who is the Hindu chaplain at, at, at Harvard and MIT, but it's it's a sort of his part time uh, position run as well as running the local Vedanta Society. So he's there to do that job. But he, but training Hindu chaplains as a program in a theological seminary is a new thing. Mm hmm. Very good. Yes. Well, until anyway. uh, so, next time, and uh, let, let's hope for, uh, uh, again, uh, this is uh, June 2020, and uh, a lot of turbulence between the pandemic and the, the, the protests and, uh, and, and demonstrations throughout America. Uh, yeah, a, a, a yeah. difficult time yeah. and a time to listen to our show and, yep. and get some spiritual inspiration from wherever you might get that. And uh, to uh, uh, use that uh, uh, spirituality to do good in the world. So, yep. You go. Very well said, Dennis, and stay safe, everybody. All right. Over and out. Over and 